sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, Good evening. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. In addition, this week, to the American Society of Interior Designers, I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your early Sunday evening with some booze and interior design conversation. Tonight, we are talking about deals and design. My guest is Mary Lynch, principal at Mary Lynch Design, a boutique studio well-known for working with busy professionals. Mary also has a segment, uh, a new segment of her practice coming online soon, a site that provides products focused on the concept of aging in place. Mary, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thank you much. I'm excited to be here. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of ground uh, to cover because we're also talking about the upcoming ASID sample sale, currently scheduled for September 27th and 28th at International Market Square. You guys out there listening to us are going to learn everything you need to know about that event, which will be uh, uh, great, especially with the holidays coming. Dan Newkirk. Oh, Dan Newkirk. Dan Newkirk is behind the bar from uh, from Mercy. He's mixing up cocktails. How have you been, my friend? Pretty good. Glad to hear. You know what I love about our show? I love that we don't have the custom pleasantries when I introduce you. The how was your weekend? The what's the latest? We go straight to it. Short, sweet, direct. Well, it also helps with the first segments, uh, the one where we get the, uh, the whistles wetted. Yes, which is what we're really looking forward to. So tell us what we're drinking today. So today we're going to be doing a, uh, a black Manhattan. So we're basically taking the vermouth away and adding an Amaro. Uh, it just gives a lot more body, a lot more depth, a lot more flavor. And today we're using one of my favorites, uh, Ramazzotti. I think every bartender on the planet would agree with me that Ramazzotti is one of the favorites. Um, the way I kind of like describe it is it's like an alcoholic oatmeal cookie. An alcoholic oatmeal cookie instead yeah, of sweet vermouth. So nice, so nice. That is, I mean, that's practically a totally different drink than a Manhattan, yeah. I would think. And then, in lieu of the uh, season, we're going to hit it with some uh, Dash Fire Spice apple bitters, just oh. to play with the holidays. Oh, it's going to be a whole fall experience. Mm, leaves are falling soon, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. It's getting cold. It's, uh, it's, it's all coming. It's all coming. All right. So we're doing a Black Manhattan, which I think is a misnomer because, again, you know. You're changing names. You should have a new drink uh, drink name. The only commonality is the bourbon, right? Correct. All right. Brett, hit us with some mixing music. And Dan, walk us through this cocktail. He's adding one and a half Nope, ounces. so that, that was different. So this is for Mary because Mary doesn't want to do a uh, Manhattan. This is just the Ramazzotti. I'll add some rocks to it in a second uh, and a little bit of brightness with lemon. But it's going to be... Uh, Two ounces bourbon, one ounce tomorrow, and then one eyedropper of the Dash Fire okay. bitters. Awesome. The morrow, so I have never even heard of a morrow. Is this? Well, you better do some research, Craig, because it's pretty freaking Italian. <laughs> I'm only half Italian, the other half Sicilian. Well, bo- both will say, what, what the hell? What the deuce? Actually, it is, uh, that's not even true. I'm, I'm filling the airways with, with half truths today, I guess. My mother is German French, but the well, Italian part is the only part. Either way, that's go. your next homework assignment. Uh, checking into the morrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I, uh, I drink a lot of limoncello. Do I get half cred for that? Not the same. Nothing. No, it has nothing to do with that, actually. Nope, not at all. Different spirit altogether. Yep. So you're mixing this into a, uh, not a shaker. You're going to stir this instead of uh, shaking. It's, it's called a yari. A yari. The yari is the vessel that you use to uh, stir cocktails in. 
Really? I mean, does it have to be a particular No, it can be metal, it can be glass, but Yari is the vessel. So any vessel in which you mix cocktail, in which you stir cocktails. That essentially fits a strainer. It's got to be a certain diameter and everything. Oh, all right. A Yari. Like you can't just use, you know, mom's plastic cup from the cup cupboard and call it a Yari. Doesn't Dixie work that cups way. aren't a Yari. No. <laughs> and not to be confused, as the kids would say, a Rari. Ugh. I have no idea what that is. It's, it's a Ferrari, but a hip way of saying it. Really? A Rari? Don't even get me started. No, no, we will not abide that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Children, you can get away with a lot, but a Ferrari is a Ferrari. You're paying that much money, get the fur part. Yeah, uh-huh. say the whole word. Right, exactly. All right, so you got that mixed together. I also see that you're going to be garnishing this with a lemon yep. zest instead of a cherry. This has nothing to do with a Manhattan. Why don't you shut up, Greg? <laughs> no, no I'm like, taking a stand. Well, I mean, I put lemon in my old-fashioned at, at, at work. It's, it's, it's all about, you know, what I decide to do. Uh, everybody's <laughs> riffing. You know what I mean? Everybody's doing their own thing. <laughs> it's just Dan Newkirk's world. We're just, just bit Drink, players. Drinking in it, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you're right. When, when it comes to the guy who's mixing the drink, it is your world. Yeah. As yeah. long as it tastes good, who gives a shit? I, I, I'm with you on that. I'll accept it. It just goes back to like, it's like the discussion of calling anything in a martini glass a martini. You know, a martini is a drink. It's a specific drink. And then that's a, that's a glass that's on its way out. The martini glass? Yeah, it's archaic. It, it is. It's absurd. You're drinking off a platter, a plate. Oh, you're just waiting. Just only moments before you knock it over. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of different types of uh, of drinks that will give you a great aromatic that will that will release and aerate. This martini glass is 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 just not for me. The martini, however, of course, is required as an important part of life, daily life in some cases, depending on. Yeah, the it's called happy hour. <laughs> All right, so you got it mixed. You are uh, you're pouring out. We are we're doing this uh, not over the rocks. Is that no, because we're going neat? We're going neat oh. again. Cause I feel like it. Fair enough. Again, it is Dan Newkirk's world. We're all just living in it. Are you going to express the the lemon zest? Absolutely. Expressing, by the way, I discovered, means basically spritzing it over the top. Now, you very rarely apply heat. You don't. You don't very often warm the uh, the zest. That's a very specific applied thing. What what effect does that have? Uh, it gives it the uh, I just cooked. Things uh, vibe. It's very, very heavy in the nose. If I'm trying to bury, bury something or like really kind of stick it in your face, uh, that'll add some fire and some flair. I think I got some social media pics of me lighting some stuff on fire, some some citrus. Actually, really? yeah. I'll have to take a look at that. And uh, we're ready. All right, we've got our cocktails mixed up. We're making a slight adjustment to the show. I was going to eliminate the possibility of of tasting the drink because I hate lip noises and mouth noises in the radio. But our brilliant producer, Brett Johnson is going to edit that out. So even if we are making salivary noises, so you'll never hear them. Be as noisy as you want, tasting this. I'm not gonna, that was a, an invite and I'm still not gonna do it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have a quick sip and see what it's like. Brett, you don't have one, so it's just me, basically. I'm the only one who's trying this for the first time. I, I tried it after we clicked the glass together. You just kept talking. It's what I do, yeah. that's my job. So we're gonna have two of these or six of these, Greg? Yeah, we can do six of these. I heard. This is great. That's all I wanted to hear, man. Oh, this is delicious. Yeah, this is really, really good. Is this a standard thing? So if you go into a bar and you say, give me a black Manhattan. I would I would say 60% of all people behind the stick might give you a weird look. Mm-hmm. 40%, however, will give you a cocktail. Fingers crossed, yeah. All right. That's really... And there's such a wide range of Amaro's, you can really kind of add whatever you want. Like, you can make this your own. One of my favorites is uh, Chinar, 
which is the artichoke uh, amaro. And it's it's both it's both bitter and sweet. Artichoke? Yeah. As booze? Mm, well, yeah, it's part that of the seems, process. That seems unholy. It's pretty Italian, Greg. You might want to look at that one again. Really? Oh, yeah. I grew up in the suburbs of Buffalo, New York. Well. My father rejected our Italian history uh, to a certain extent. <laughs> and so did your body hair. It's fine. <laughs> I'm aerodynamic. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and enjoy these cocktails. Come back in a, a minute, folks, because we're going to be talking about some really exciting stuff. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, on the radio program, I often say that life is the big stuff, but living is in the details. The furniture in your home may be details, but that's where you do the living. So why not speak to one of Habitation's design professionals about making your space the best it can be? Habitation, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, a one-hour conversation about art, architecture, design, and pretty much anything aesthetic. And this is an American Society of Interior Designers episode, a chance for us to explore the ASID vision statement, Design Impacts Lives, and to talk to an ASID member designer. In our case today, it is Mary Lynch from Mary Lynch Design. Again, Mary, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and we're actually going to let you talk this time. Awesome. <laughs> this is part of the segment. Um, all right. Let's start with the design aspect of your skill set because you have a very interesting background we're going to be talking about. I, I do. I have kind of a patchwork. You do? <clears throat> and a long and winding road to get here. We all do. We all do. Sometimes it leads into a back alley with a bottle of cheap booze. Sometimes it leads into the ASID. 
In my case, why choose? I was going to say, and the two shall not cross. (laughs) It's a balance. All right. Tell us, if you would, about Mary Lynch Design. I have a small boutique firm, and we work with busy professionals. And uh, a lot of my clients lately have older kids, or they have grown kids and now are dealing with grandkids. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my design is around that. Um, Kind of my mantra is making sure that we get really good quality product because your most expensive sofa is going to be that cheap one that you buy and you buy it again and again and again. How true it is. How true it is. You know, there was a great, uh, do you guys remember Zig Ziglar? Of course. Do you remember Dan? Does that mean anything to you? Not a damn thing. Brett, any idea? No, not ringing a bell for me either. Zig Ziglar was the king of the salesmen in the uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I think he passed away in early 2000. And he was one of these guys. He would he would make the motivational sales tour, teaching people how to be salespeople. He used to fill arenas. I saw him at Target Center. I was a headhunter back in the 90s. And the boss made us all go. And one of the things that Ziegler would said he would say he used to sell suits, and uh, he told a story about how he bought a cheap suit at one point because he really wanted this other suit, and he decided that he just couldn't afford it, so he bought this this cheap one, and he always remarked that he could tell you up to that very day exactly how much he spent on that particular suit because that money was completely wasted and he hated every minute of it and it brought him no value. It was all money wasted as opposed to the nicer suits that he would wear later in life when you forget what the cost was because it brought you utility and it brought you beauty. Exactly. So I try to educate my clients so that we get very well-made product and um, I always say I like my fabrics and finishes to be bulletproof so that they'll last forever. Buy it once, keep it. Right. And then and then you don't have to futz with it and get it repaired and everything. And so let's make sure we get something that you really, really love mm-hmm. and then you'll have it forever. It's true. And getting away from the disposable fast fashion aspect of furniture, which is harmful to everything from the environment to your emotional well-being. Right. Because you've been taking advantage of. Is there a particular style of, of furnishings that you, that you specialize in? I, I like to say I'm kind of a modern traditionalist or contemporary traditionalist. I really like the history and roots of um, design and furniture. And so I like to put more of a contemporary twist on it, a little whimsy, a little fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like a traditional frame under under the fun. If the bones are solid, you can have a lot of fun playing around with the details and the and the and the top cover. Exactly. Oh, I love it. So, all right. So, you work with a lot of, as we said, you know, busy professionals, folks who are, you know, doing a lot of different things. I mean, is that uh, how does that how does working with that type of a client differ from working with more of a what people would perceive to be a traditional interior design client, a family, or something like that? What I like to do is I uh, take a lot of time interviewing my clients and gathering a lot of information so I can really get a good idea of what they like. Then I 
bring them options because I figure if they're calling me to work with me, they don't want to go shopping. So I do the shopping for them. I bring them options and then we just keep narrowing it down or as I say, laser focusing on exactly what they want. And you kind of guide them to a decision. Exactly, because they usually have an idea of what they want, but they don't know exactly what they want. So I do the legwork and figure out what their best value is going to be and what's really going to work in their situation. So once you so you you come in, you do kind of a profile of the client, understand the use, understand their style, understand what they want out of a piece. Then you're going to come up with a curated collection of items. Correct. And then you're going to help them understand those particular aspects. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about so let's imagine you're doing a dining room mm-hmm. uh, overall. What are some of the the key factors that you might want to know before you start making product selection for a dining room? Uh, how often the room's used, because if it's a dining room that's only going to get used uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. then that's different than a table that's going to be getting used daily. Mm-hmm. So it matters on the fit and finish and um, durability of the product. Mm-hmm. So I look at it that way. I also look at how large the group is going to be that's going to be there, because as we were discussing the tables earlier, a lot of people say, no, I want four legs. And it's like, well, you really don't. Mm-hmm. You just think you do, but you really don't. You want a pedestal table so that nobody's knocking knees on the legs. Mm-hmm. And then if your group grows, you can always pull in more chairs. And hopefully you have leaves to expand the table. But you want to be able to include everybody, and nobody wants the leg. No. So, <laughs> no, it's very true. And I mean, and that's the key. And that, I've said this so many times to, to clients overall. What you're paying for when you're working with a designer, what you're getting, I shouldn't say what you're paying for, but what you're, 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 you're getting is experience an understanding of what's going to happen in the future. Because you know what? You buy maybe one, two dining room tables in your life overall, unless you're buying Ikea tables, in which case you're going to be replacing it every 18 months. Right. Um, but you're getting a, a someone who knows what the future is going to hold. Are you Exactly. And I have a couple extra years under my belt, too. So I may have seen Mm -hmm. a few things than some of my younger clients. And Mm -hmm. I've grown up in a big family. And so Mm -hmm. and you run through it. And a dining room table is a key piece, by the way. It's a strange thing. I I didn't intend to pick a dining room table, per se. It just popped into into my head. But, you know, the dining room table is kind of the heart of a family experience in a lot of ways, right? It, it absolutely is. I, th- I think of my dining room table, which actually used to be my parents mm-hmm. and then a couple of my siblings, and I finally got it, and it's a great table, and it's a pedestal table. Mm-hmm. But it's not only the hub for a dinner, but when we do the big Christmas parties, mm-hmm. it's the hub for that. And so it's nice to be able to change the size of it, mm-hmm. and you can circulate people around it, and it's movable, but it's it's always the hub of everything. Yeah, and it makes such an impact. I remember we were going to change our dining room table at my house last year, and I mentioned it at the dinner table, and my kids actually totally knee-jerked emotionally against it because they're like, you can't get rid of our dining room table. That's, that's, that's our table. And... It meant everything to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. My kids are like that, too. Beautiful. All right. We're going to take another break. Uh, Before we go, remember that you're listening to Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. We'll be right back. Pour yourself a fresh one. I told you I'm no goody. I'm a baddie. 
Habitation Furnishing and Design is simply the best furniture design studio in the Twin Cities. What is a furniture design studio? It's a place where you'll find professional interior designers who are there to help you select the perfect furniture, a single sofa or an entire home. Our designers love making spaces exceptional. When you're shopping for furniture, it makes sense to talk to a professional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. They all laughed at Christopher Columbus when he said the world was round. They all laughed when Edison recorded they all laughed at Wilbur and his brother when they said man could fly. They told Magoni wireless was a pony. It's the same old cry. Welcome back to Drinking the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's available anytime as a podcast or a stream. You can go to am950radio.com or drinkinthestyle.com and check us out. We're speaking with Mary Lynch from Mary Lynch Design. We were discussing dining tables. We're coming into fall, and fall in the furniture business is known as dining table season because everybody is starting. You know, Aunt Gertie is on her way over. we got to replace the whole thing. And... Uh, it, 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 it's an important subject to me. I like the dining room table is is important overall. Dan, you had had a question you wanted to ask. Yeah, with the uh, with pop culture, I always seem to recycle itself, and uh, nobody really has any original ideas anymore. Uh, innovation is key in, in every different industry, I could say, across the board. I was just wondering what era is being recycled the most uh, for that particular uh, piece of furniture. Uh, because again, saying that like you know, you mentioned that you've you've had generations pass on tables, and you have it now. Um, some some things never never really die as far as, far as fashion, correct? That, that that is true, and some things in fashion should die. But <laughs> as far as tables go, I would say the mid-century modern is really um, running hard and strong, and I think people really like the smooth lines, the clean lines. Um, and 
Can you dumb it down for a layman like myself? Mid-century modern really means what? Okay, mid-century modern's like the 50s, 60s. Oh, the, okay. 50s, 60s. Hence, yeah. mid-century modern. modern. Okay. I'm like, it was jet, literal. <laughs> the Jetson stuff. Okay. So, and I, I always come back to, um, you know, an, an oval table, and, and maybe I'm stuck in my ways, but I just think they're so nice. Or you can call them the boat shape. I guess mm-hmm. that's what we learned in school. Hmm. And um, it's just, it's great because you can you can just keep squishing people around it. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what your chair shape is because you can always just add another one. Add another You're right. One. I mean, because a, a, a rectangular table, you've got the points. You cannot right. put somebody on a point. You can, but they're not going to be happy there. That is correct. An oval table, you can basically get easily four people on that curve. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then if you're lucky enough to have leaves to put in, you can just make it grow. Which is so. always in a dining room table something that you should think about. Yes. We sell this uh, this great table at Habitation. Oh, it's a Habitation plug uh, from, <laughs> uh, from Caracol, which is a fabulous supplier. And uh, they have a whole new line of stuff coming out, by the way, that we're going to be the – the central launch point, so you're gonna have to come and check awesome. it out. Awesome! I love their product. Um, and they great, have great this product. beautiful uh, table. It's called Steal the Show, and it's like a burlwood veneer, mm. and what's and with with kind of brass accents. And uh, what what I love about it is it comes standard with two full 18 inch leaves. Beautiful. So you can expand this thing up to, you know, I, I don't know, you could see 16 at the at the thing. Beautiful. I know. That's I know. great. And you want that kind of flexibility. Absolutely, because you never know when Thanksgiving's going to turn from, well, this happens at our house at least, from 8 to 16. And mm-hmm. you need to get a whole nother family at it or you know, mm-hmm. And those are the questions over. that you're good at asking as a designer and as Mary Lynch in particular, again, knowing, having the experience to ask the right questions. What's the possibility that this happens? Right. Or, or how else might you need to use the space? Mm-hmm. Um, I often think in, in our kitchen in particular, um, we have a center island, but we made it so that it's mobile. So we can move it over if we're going to have a big crowd there, and then we put the bar at the end of the kitchen, and then, you know, people can still circulate. But I always think it's really important to make your spaces flexible because nobody really lives in a static it's a world. great point because when people are going in and if they're they're making their own particular selections, they are looking at a point in time. How is this going to work? You understand, we understand as designers that there are going to be changes. And how do you anticipate those changes? Exactly. For example, I was working with one client who has a 17-month-old, another baby on the way, and she wants to do a whole room as a playroom. And I said, well, they're only little for a little bit of time, so mm-hmm. let's not – you know, spend a ton of money on that because by fourth grade, they don't want to play room anymore. They mm-hmm. want to be gaming or in their room, and mm-hmm. you need to be able to change the space around. It's absolutely true. Little known fact, one of my my uh, past uh, uh, forays into furniture, actually, originally what I did in the furniture business was import furniture. And um, for a period of time, I imported a, uh, a product. It was a circular baby crib. It was called the Mindful Baby Round Crib Company. And it was this 
awesome product. And, you know, my kids grew up in a round baby crib and, you know, no corners for their heads to get stuck in all this other stuff. But one of the things that we did, it was that this is back before they outlawed uh, drop sides um, because that was required at the time you wanted mm-hmm. to be able to reach in and grab a kid. Our drop side would come off. And then we sold this conversion kit that turned the round crib into a chair and a half so that you could sit and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And again, it was a matter of looking at what happens after this piece of furniture is no longer functional as its current use. How do you set things up? Exactly. So that it has greater utility. Exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. We should talk about the ASID uh, sample sale, which is coming up at the end of the month, correct? It is. It's coming up Friday, September 27th and Saturday, September 28th. The hours for Friday are from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And this is down at IMS, International Market Square. Yes. In downtown Minneapolis. Is it not downtown? It's periphery of downtown. Correct. Correct. Um, and uh, this is a chance for uh, people to come down and it's uh, and see all these fabulous products that are being cleared out by all the high-end and wonderful design showrooms that need to turn over their inventory so we mark everything the heck down. Correct. So what's nice is that um, the showrooms are open. They have their sale products out there. And then also designers in the area can bring their products too. So it's really a... A great selection of upholstered furniture, case goods, wood furniture, rugs, lighting, accessories, all sorts of things like that. And I always think it's like getting the keys to the kingdom because a lot mm-hmm. of people are scared of going into IMS. But on these days, it's open to the public. Mm-hmm. You can come in, look all over. Um, and there's a lot of designers there with ASID that are there to help. And so they can help answer questions, help you find what you're looking for. Um, and it also breaks down the barriers that if you haven't worked with a designer before, you get a, a chance to, to talk to them. And, and you may find one that's a really good fit. And we'll also have the students there, too, that are very eager to help. Um, and it's really a, a fun, fun day for everybody. It's it's cool. So IMS, for, for folks who don't know, International Market Square, it's this gorgeous kind of converted, I don't know, what was it? Was it like a grain? No, it was the Munsingware uh, fabric. Oh, really? Factory. So it was yeah. a fabric factory. So mm-hmm. it's this awesome kind of brick building with all this exposed lumber. The condos are gorgeous. It, it's right. Oh, the condos are so gorgeous. Yeah, there's there there actually there are condos that are built into one side, and then the other side is kind of the mecca for midwestern interior designers. Yep. And all of the uh, um, fabric store or fabric suppliers and all of the you know uh, fabulous designers have space at IMS it can be intimidating a lot of people are kind of afraid to come into it because it is so beautiful and so mm-hmm. gorgeous but um and and designers will bring their clients through and you can hit you know the 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 various showrooms and and be kind of toured by your interior designer but in this case and it's an annual event is it this, is an annual event all the showrooms kind of open their doors and then we bring out, you know, products that, you know, sofas, chairs, lighting fixtures, everything, and mark things down. About how much? What's the average discount? They're saying 60 to 80 percent. Right. Um, and it's just, I always think of it as a great treasure hunt because there's so many 
neat things to look at, and the quality is far mm. above what you're going to find at your other stores. Um, this is the insanely good stuff. This is the stuff that, you know, you've, not just, but, you know, it, it could be your $8,000 sofa, for example, and you can pick it up for 1500 bucks. Exactly. And, you know, and, 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 and you come in, you don't need any pass to go in. You just have a chance to wander through the halls, through the showrooms in this high-energy environment. It is. It's, it's really a lot of fun, and I always think it's a chance to get to – See a lot of product that you only see in the magazines. So you actually get to touch and feel it, and and there is a difference. So oh. it's kind of fun to get exposed to some of the really nice products that are there. So about 10 years ago when they when they first redid the IMS Center, and my, my buddy was like one of the first condo uh, purchases in the place. It was my, it was my buddy's mom. She she walked into the, the model, mm-hmm. uh, the, the model unit, and <laughs> she bought all the furnishings really? uh, that were furnished by the designers downstairs. She's like, I want the table. I want the couch. I want the bed. Fr-. She, <laughs> she pretty much kept the whole design of the place, which just goes to show, like, they obviously knew what they were doing from day one. It is. It's 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 fun. Um, I love going down there. I've worked at it for several years. And, well, I might do a little shopping at it myself, too. <laughs> Um, As you should. As you should. And they just redid the whole building. So the lobby's new. They redid the parking lot. So there's a lot more parking than there was before. It's far more accessible than it used to be. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's, 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 it's totally cool. If you've not been to IMS, well, first of all, if you, if you have been to IMS, it's changed quite a bit since they redid the lobby. Mm-hmm. And they did a gorgeous job. It they is did. so cool. And it's a chance to wander in and kind of work your way around and through. There's a bar. On the first floor, isn't there? Is there will There's, there be booze served? Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure that can be arranged. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is something. But, yeah, well, they have the great restaurant there, and you, I, I know you can get cocktails there. So. See, there yeah. it is. There it is. And you can go in, and it's uh, how many floors? It's like three floors are primarily focused on the sample Four. sale? Four floors? Four floors, yep. And then um, they have delivery available because we don't want anybody going home like the Clampets looking like the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> I got a $7,000 dining table strapped to the top uh, of my Hyundai. <laughs> and uh, so Crown Delivery will be there, Crown Delivery and Warehouse. They do a great job. Oh, they're the best. That's mm-hmm. who I use, and I just love them to death. Um, one thing that I'm supposed to note is they only take credit cards, so no cash or check. But um, there's very helpful people at the um, – cash register which so I've... street pharmacists beware <laughs> <laughs> the dude in the trench coat with the with the with the time pieces he's not going to be shopping there probably not good good so. i think that's good no it's uh it's it's awesome and how many i mean how many showrooms all together do you think oh there'll be far over 50 vendors right? there yeah so because it's not only the showrooms and most showrooms have I don't know maybe fifty different product lines that they carry. There's going to be designers there too with their products. So if you love beautiful furniture, if you love beautiful things for your home, you, you know what I mean. Seriously, you have to go to this. You have to see the deals and the awesomeness. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be back in just a moment, and uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about the sample sale. Stick with us. You know what? This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. 
You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design. I have a philosophy. Furniture should be beautiful, but if it's not comfortable, it's not much use to anyone. That's why at Habitation, we work hard to make sure that the furniture we sell is stylish and functional. Unique and useful. What more can you ask for? Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. The fiddlers have fled Before they ask us to pay the bill And while we Welcome back to show. Drink in the Style. That is honestly one of my favorite songs of all time just based on the concept. I just love the thought. Let's face the music and dance. That's basically, I see myself at the gates of heaven and suddenly breaking into some kind of two-step to try oh, there you to, go. And then being denied. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Hey, you know, I got misplaced anyway. Uh, we've been speaking with Mary Lynch from uh, the American Society of Interior Designers. We've covered a ton of ground. We talked about Mary Lynch Design, which is a fabulous uh, uh, practice that you have. We've talked about the ASID sample sale coming up at the end of uh, – of September at IMS. And again, if there's one thing you take away from the show, go to the ASID sample sale because it's so much fun and there's so many beautiful things to have. And yeah, you're going to end up spending some money because the deals are that good. Sorry. But it's well, well worth it. It it totally is. But Mary, you have something coming down the, uh, down the pike that uh, we want to talk about as well. Uh, which is uh, a site that is is selling products that is that are geared towards keeping seniors in their homes aging in place and and what have you. Tell us all about that. Yes, it's called AgingGracefulAtHome.com, and what the plan is is it's going to be a hub of information because suddenly 
in your life, either your aging parent or someone in your life is going to need help staying in their home. And it it never comes on when you're planning it. So I want this to be a place that people can go for information. Um, And we can also connect you with people that can assess your house so that it's safe, comfortable, and accessible. Mm -hmm. And then I'll also have a marketplace for attractive parts and pieces to put in your house. So if um, the person you're working with needs grab bars, I have very attractive grab bars and matching bathroom suites along with some lovely shower seats that are being made in Winona, Minnesota. Oh, really? Yes. So, all right. So, all right. You have a background. We didn't talk about this. We alluded to it. We'll talk about it when you're back on the show uh, again. But so you have a background in in health, well-being, and design of, um, how would you put it? Adaptive equipment. Oh, thank you. See, you know, why oh. you, you, li- you you let me dance around that adaptive equipment. <laughs> Seems like this can go down a rabbit hole. Keep going, Mary. <laughs> Keep going, Mary. <laughs> so adapt. So equip. So so fixtures and pieces that are useful for folks who need assistance in certain areas. Right. So if if you're if I were working with somebody that were either um, mentally or physically impaired, mm-hmm. adjustments need to may- be made to your house so that the house is. Ex- accessible and safe. So um, the majority of products are needed in the bathroom and in the kitchen. So <laughs> my two favorite rooms, my two favorite rooms, you speak my language and I've already done all these things with my grandmother. So this is great. So, so um, what I've done is I have compiled suites of product. So it's attractive grab bars because there's Nothing worse than having to walk into a house that's been um, fixed up, but it also looks like a hospital came in and put all of their equipment in there. Mm-hmm. So the the product that I have is, it's lovely, and you can't tell it's a grab bar. It looks more like a nice towel bar. So I like to say that it's all hidden in plain sight, mm. um, and we can equip a bathroom for um, people that are physically um, in need of help, and you can't really tell that the house has been refitted for that. So it, it doesn't look like again. This is this is the bathroom associated with a hospital room, the big silver, unattractive aesthetically, you know, repelling. Yes. No. Sense. No. So what what I've done is I've gone through, and um, a lot of times you may need to fix or switch your faucets from having a cross handle or a push handle to having a lever handle. And so what I've done is I've gotten um, lovely suites of faucets and showers and then have um, groupings of grab bars that will go with that. So you have a beautiful shower um, and bathroom when you're all done, and it actually helps to increase the value of the home instead of decreasing it. A lot of times, if you're looking at a home that had been adapted for someone, you go in and go, well, mm-hmm. this needs to get gutted. And mm-hmm. so um, our goal is to make the bathrooms beautiful, accessible, and safe. Oh, that's brilliant. So, so, so grab bars are actually going to match the hardware? Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. And they look like the hardware, so you can't actually tell it's a grab bar. It's just right. going to look like a towel bar. I, I remember going through the process of trying to pick out uh, you know, 
the grab bars from my grandmother put in her house. Other than the size, there there was only two different versions. There was polished or not polished. Right, and that was so it. Mm-hmm. and so now I have I have hundreds of grab bars in different finishes, different styles. That, that we can really make a beautiful bathroom. That's great because my grandmother would, as I'm putting up the new one each time she moved to a different place, she would just, just, just comment on how ugly it was and how it didn't match the things in her room. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was very adamant about that. Uh, she'd be happy to hear something like this. Yeah, because n- no one wants to go into an ugly bathroom. No. And so let's make it pretty and increase the value of your home while we're doing it. And did you say you're having these manufactured in Winona? The shower seats. Okay. Are manufactured in Winona. It's a company called Teak Works for You. Okay. So they're um, beautiful teak shower seats, and they are all that are on my website. They're all ADA compliant, and so they have the warmth of wood. So you're not sitting on cold hard plastic in the shower, and they're very very safe. A lot of them fold away, and and oh. they're really lovely products. And I'm trying to keep everything as close to home as possible. Oh, beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful on every level. Mm-hmm. I love it. And, Thanks. And Dan, again, it's it's hitting one of your favorite rooms. Yeah, I, I actually grew up to uh, really close to uh, Bemis. So Bemis is obviously a pretty prominent brand in the uh, toilet seat game. I didn't realize that Winona had any stake in that game. They do. They oh. do. Yep. But that, that being said, I think one thing that we really missed uh, on point, and this is going to go back to you, Mary, because you're the guest. Uh so, so kind of a weird little funny story on this one is that b- back in my younger days, in my early 20s, um, one of my best pickup lines, and it worked every time, I swear to God, it was, uh, if you were a shot, what would you be and why? And I got the most wide range of, of questions. So now, uh, you know, applicating that uh, to, to an appropriate uh, setting, what we're talking about, um, Mary, what is your favorite room in the house and why? Uh Favorite room would probably be the kitchen, although I do do a lot of work in the bathroom. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got to pick one. Okay, kitchen. And why? Because uh, I think it's the hub of the house, and I think that's where a lot of life happens. And I grew up doing a lot of dancing in the ba- in the kitchen with my brother and sister, and so I have fond memories of the kitchen. You just gave the best answer possible. The kitchen is the answer. I mean, and that's why we've talked endlessly and people have grown into into realizing that the kitchen is the space you have to give the most amount of, of it's home. energy. It's the, it core, it's the core zone, you know, breaking bread. Absolutely. Family. Yeah. So within your context, will your site uh, have kitchen – oriented pieces as well we're getting there right now um since most falls happen in the bathroom yeah. i'm focusing on the bathroom that's but why they call the bathroom the death trap of the house <laughs> that's true that's true mm-hmm. and i'm trying to make them safe um but as as the website grows and matures we will be bringing in more kitchen product that's awesome so. we should before we run out of time throw a few plugs in on this so what is the site uh, that you're referring to? Is it uh, live at this point? It, it it will be by Friday. Oh, so so it will be live. We air yes. on Sundays. Yes. We're recording on Tuesdays. I don't want to disappoint you folks, but I'm not allowed to be on live radio, <laughs> so we pre-record <laughs> most of these. Um, so, what is the site address? It is aginggracefulathome.com. AgingGracefulAtHome.com. Yes. All right. Everybody, take a look at that uh, because that's going to be a, a great Minnesota site, base site that, 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 that has awesome stuff. What about Mary Lynch Design? How do people see what you're doing there? That one's really complicated. It's Mary Lynch Design. 
Lynch.com. Excellent. Is it L-Y-N-C-H? It is L-Y-N-C-H. I'm not a very complicated girl, so I try to keep everything simple. <laughs> Except for when people confuse you with Merrill Lynch. I'm sure that's been that's happened before. Very often, yeah. yes. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to point out the obvious. Sofas and investments, yes, really. all at once. <laughs> Newkirk, how about you? What's going on at Mercy, Benedict's, and Mill Valley yeah. Kitchen? We're just pretty much wrapping up for uh, for October, the beginning of our um, our show season. Uh, mean Girls, we're hosting the uh, the the first kickoff party October second. Uh, we're also t- teaming up with the Edmund Theater Trust and the American Cancer Society for the uh, Real Minnesotans Wear Pink. Uh, mm-hmm. We will be hosting a a, a an ice boob luge. The boob luge. We must continue With to talk 100% about the hundred percent donated product. A hundred percent donated everything. So everything that goes with the boob luge is is hundred percent going towards uh, the foundation. And again, the boob luge is going to be found physically where downstairs in the library. There, there was a few. Some of the older members we were worried about for the head of the theater trust wouldn't be so cool with the the boob luge thing. So we're just gonna bypass that all together and take it downstairs. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. You can't fight. A swarm of bees. Yeah. Till I, if you're moving, it can't be. It, it, there's no resistance. Till I go up, go upstairs and be the Pied Piper and lure them down to my lair and make them hit the boob luge <laughs> for charity. That just sounds scary. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Excellent. All right. There it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through yet another episode. On behalf of Habitation Furnishing and Design and Mary Lynch of Mary Lynch Design and the American Society of Interior Designers, I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week. And to quote author Marie Stopes, you can take no credit for beauty at 16, but if you're beautiful at 60, it will be your soul's own doing. Good night, everybody. Pour the wine.